Welcome back, Metro Atlanta. Thank you for sticking with us through the break. My name is Cleve Gaddis, and you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio. Do home, for the first-time home buyers, have any special down payment options? As a first-time home buyer, you can't really feel special. So, are there some things that uh, where you would be treated specially? Property values typically appreciate, but what causes them to depreciate? This is a listener question. And are real estate trusts legal in the state of Georgia? I'm Cleve Gaddis. You're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer. And it's really where we want to help homeowners go from real estate novices to experts so that home buying and selling can be done with total confidence and without all the worry typically associated with one of life's biggest investments. Man, we deal with people all the time, people who have bought or sold a home in Metro Atlanta, maybe using the help of another real estate agent. And um, there are a ton of great real estate agents out there in the world, but there are also a ton who, uh, who leave something to be desired. And I feel badly talking uh, negatively about my peer group, but the reality is, is that not everybody out there is out to take care of their clients. And we want you at Gaddis Group Remax Center to know everything you need to know about a property before you sell it or before you buy it. Meaning we don't want you to learn anything at closing you should have learned before. If you want to connect with us, please do. Go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. You can ask questions. You can make comments. You can push back. You can ask for your neighborhood to be featured in our neighborhood spotlight, which will come up in the fourth segment today. You can share ideas, but visit today. You can also subscribe to our podcast. It's gogaddisradio, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. And by the way, we would love for you to click on subscribe to the podcast, and become a, a loyal, loyal listener. We have got a question from a first-time homebuyer. I love first-time homebuyers, or I su- assume that Steve is a first-time homebuyer. It's Steve from Stone Mountain, and Steve says he's basically feeling kind of left out because you know he doesn't have the 20% down to buy a home, and he's saying, can a first-time homebuyer make a lower down payment than other buyers? And the truth is there's no reason for Steve to feel left out because there are some options for him to actually be treated specially, meaning as a first-time home buyer. And the definition of a first-time home buyer, Steve, is a person who has not owned a home in the prior three years. A person who has not owned a home in the prior three years. So the definition is fairly liberal. If you owned a home 10 years ago but you don't own it now, you technically are a first-time home buyer. And so on a conventional loan, uh, the minimum down payment required from a borrower or a buyer is 5%. But when you are a first-time home buyer, again, not owning a home in any of the last or not owning a home for the last three years, you're entitled to put down 3%, which means if you were buying a $300,000 house, you could buy it for as little as $9,000 down. That's a big, big difference than the 20% that a lot of people think you need to come up with. And I would say the average buyer's down payment on a home is probably closer to 10 to 12 percent. I assume the Mortgage Bankers Association would have some specific numbers all throughout the country on what the average down payment was. But I'm thinking that the average down payment, especially in Metro Atlanta, our clients are probably a little bit higher than that. But I think the average in, in on Metro Atlanta is probably closer to 10 or 12 percent. But Steve, you can get a conventional loan, great rates, low rates, under 3 percent, maybe 2.75 percent, 2.675. I'm not sure what it is today. 
And instead of feeling left out in the cold because you don't have the money to buy a home as a first-time home buyer, you get treated specially. So in other words, if you came to the table, you would actually be able to make a lower down payment than I would be able to make because I've been a homeowner for the last three years. Steve, if you have questions, please, as always, reach out to us directly, 770-497-0000. Again, 770-497-0000. This segment of the Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio Show right here on AM 920. The Answer is brought to you by the law firm of O'Kelly & Sorahan. They are a full-service law firm with 21 offices throughout Metro Atlanta. They specialize in residential real estate closings, including home purchases, refinance closings, corporate relocation, and real estate contract review and title insurance matters. I've been friends with Joe O'Kelly and Deidre Sorahan for years and years. In fact, they, their firm has been my preferred closing attorney uh, all the way back to 2006 in 14 years is plenty of time for them to have messed things up if they were going to mess them up. And the truth is, is that we like people to close with O'Kelly and Sorahan because it's simply a better experience. You have closing attorneys who have empathy for you as a buyer or a seller and understand your situation and try to be as accommodating as they possibly can. If you have been planning to sell your house, but you've uh, kind of felt like you're stuck because the pandemic and you know are showings hard or the easy or just whatever or can I buy another home and make my timing work so I can sell my current home and then move right into my new home or am I going to be stuck homeless if you've been concerned about those things don't feel stuck uh, you might have actually have better opportunities now than you can imagine and, and it could be specifically pandemic related meaning the pandemic might have made it better we believe that the average home seller in Metro Atlanta leaves $28,000 on the table when selling their home, meaning they sell their home for $28,000 less than they could. And you're probably thinking going, oh, that's just a bunch of malarkey. This is just a marketing ploy. It's really not. The truth is that, that not all sellers understand the correct maximum pricing of the home. And we need to make sure that we give you a customized maximum value plan so you can see just how high you can push the price. We sold a home in Canton recently for $528,000. And uh, I had three appraisers uh, before the home was listed tell me the home was worth no more than $490,000, but they didn't know how to get out and find the comps. And I'm not saying I'm smarter than all appraisers because there's, there's some great appraisers out there, but their job is to find value for the bank. My job is to find value that a buyer might recognize in a property that the seller could then benefit from. So we believe the average home seller leaves $28,000 on the table, and we don't think you should do that. Uh, one of the ways that we help you increase your sales price is by helping you reposition the property. We offer what's called a rehab and refresh program, and we'll invest up to $15,000 in your home to help reposition it. So maybe it's a C on an ABC scale, and we move it up to a B, and maybe it sells for a lot more. As I mentioned in the first segment, I went on an appointment this past week, a gentleman got an offer, $225,000 for the house. The reality is worth $280,000, and it will not take us long to get the home fixed up, ready to go, listed, and sold. So if you're interested in selling your house for $28,000 more than your neighbor, and it's really no joke, go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. Click on $28,000 more to unlock your home's full value and really to make timing a non-issue. Uh, but, you know, if you're not interested in selling your home and selling it quickly, uh, don't go to uh, gogaddisradio.com and click on $28,000 more. You'll just put in a little bit of information, and it'll come directly to me, and I will reach out to you myself. We have got a, another listener question. We've got three in this segment, and those are, these are always my favorite. This is from Misty in Mableton. 
And uh, she says, I know that property values typically appreciate over time, but sometimes property values decrease, and that is true. It's only happened a couple of times over the last hundred years that property values overall have, dis have decreased. Certainly individual property values can. And she is saying, I want to know what to look for in terms of the next dip in values. And my guess is that Misty in Mableton is probably like a lot of people in Metro Atlanta and all throughout the country uh, who are scared that something might happen uh, in our market, which our stock market is roaring, our real estate market is roaring, uh, while we have unemployment rate that, I, as I saw the other day, was about 8%. Now, that does mean 92% of the people who want a job have a job, and that's really good. Um, but, you know, it seems like it's counterintuitive uh, that, that home prices would be going up and the stock market would be going up. And so here's what you got to watch, Mindy, Misty, excuse me, pl please forgive me, Misty. Um, what you have to watch is the amount of inventory. So how much supply do you have and how much demand do you have? And you can run supply and demand numbers through any category or zip code or by style of house or anything. But long story short is this, when you have less than four months worth of inventory, meaning based on how many homes have sold over the last year, it will take less than four months to sell all the homes that are currently listed on the market if no new listing inventory comes on the market. If that's too complicated, call me, I'll explain it to you again. But when it is less than four months worth of inventory, it's a seller's market, prices are going to go up. When you have four and five months worth of inventory, it's a balanced market which means a seller nor a buyer has a particular advantage and prices are probably going to stay sa stable or just increase with inflation, which is typically 3%. And if you have more than five months worth of inventory, six, seven, eight, nine months worth of inventory, and in some cases you get into the two and $3 million houses and you have a year or two years worth of inventory, uh, doesn't mean that the prices on those things will not go up, but it certainly does mean you need to be careful. So it's all about supply and demand. If there, is, if there are more sellers who want to sell homes, then there are buyers who want to buy homes, then more than likely prices will decrease. And I forget, um, Misty, just how many months of inventory we had, but I think during the height of the recession from 2008 to 2012, so today we have just a little over two months worth of inventory throughout the entire metro Atlanta market, maybe two and a half. And I think at one point it got up to where we had like 11 or 12 months worth of inventory. So, and you think about it, it certainly made sense for that to be a buyer's market. Moving on to another listener question, Leroy in Jonesboro asks, can a real estate trust be used in the state of Georgia? And uh, Leroy, the answer is yes. Um, I don't know how many states allow real estate trusts. So when somebody buys a home or, or a piece of property in a real estate trust, it allows them to hide the owner of the property because typically an attorney will be the trustee and then the beneficiary of the trust is the actual owner and it allows the ownership of the property uh, to be protected, to be private from everybody out there. And so it winds up being a big advantage. In the past, when uh, I was involved in small investment groups and when we would buy properties, we would buy them in the name of a real estate investment trust with the beneficiary being a separate entity like an LLC. And then we would have our individual ownership interest uh, in that LLC. But Leroy, the answer is yes, real estate trusts are legal in the state of Georgia. I should have done some research to see just how many states uh, authorize them or where they're legal and, and where they're illegal. I know some states will prevent you from protecting uh, the identity. You're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate novices to experts. So home selling and buying can be done with total confidence and without the worry typical with one of life's biggest investments. 
Long story short, we don't want you to learn anything at or after closing that you should have learned before. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about a 1031 tax-free exchange, getting down payment help from a parent. Can you do that? And then are mortgage applications really down with interest rates being so low? Stick with us. We'll be right back and have these topics and more. 